0: Hey there, Wedding Pro. This is Karen Hunt on the Celebration Pro Podcast. I am so excited to bring you all things to help empower you as a wedding professional and illuminate your dreams through confidence and connection so you can focus on your passion and celebrate all the wins. I've been in the industry over 14 years and as a former six-figure wedding planner and luxury resort wedding specialist, my passion is seeing other wedding vendors flourish in their business. As your personal Wedding Pro consultant, I'm popping the bottle and pouring you a tall glass of valuable topics from mindset growth to actionable income producing activities. We are breaking through that glass ceiling you've created for yourself to become the Wedding Pro you've always envisioned to be. So cheers to you. Let's get into it. Before we begin today's podcast, I wanted to quickly clue you in on the number one way to grow your audience of ideal clients. I'm talking about the couples that you vibe most with and love being a part of their vision and best day ever. Introducing Be The Gossip a free workbook to becoming super clear on how you are currently positioned in the industry and how to get to where you need to be to attract your favorite clients and all without spending a dime. If you are ready to be the vendor everyone is talking about in the best way, (laughs) check out the show notes to download your free workbook. Yes, this one is on me. All right, let's get back to the show. Today, we have a special treat, the first ever interview on Celebration Pro podcast. With my business accountability partner, Kaylee Aldredge, founder of Harvesting Healthy Habits. I met Kaylee over the summer through a mastermind retreat where we realized we have oh so much in common and we've been inseparable in our businesses ever since. She's a wifey and mom of two, and through family life, she's grown into the love of helping other busy moms and entrepreneurs create healthier habits. We all need more time and energy for the things we love most. Am I right? Kaylee comes to Celebration Pro Community to be a positive role model, sharing how she made the shifts in her personal time and business to achieve a life of peace and confidence. Get ready to feel empowered with the health habit wisdom of Kaylee Aldridge. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Wow. What a nice little introduction there. Thank you. (laughs) Trying to be professional. (laughs) That's That's right. I love it. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Of
0: course. Of course. So, you've been in the digital coaching space quite a bit longer than I have. And I know that you've recently kind of made a shift to niche down with your audience. Can you kind of share the background of just your story in general and then how you've come to this pivot? Yeah.
1: Okay. So, how much time do we have? No.
0: For the worst, this is going to be a two hour podcast.
1: Right. I was like, that's a loaded question. But um, well, I guess a little bit about me really quick before we dive in on my story and how that all got started. I've been passionate about health and wellness and nutrition. I mean, literally my whole entire life as far back as I can remember. Um, It was always something that I, you know, just came really easy to me and always, I was always fascinated by it. And going into like high school and, um, college, it's like taking anatomy classes and and wellness classes, nutrition, health classes. I never had to study for them because I'm like, well, that just makes sense, right? It just always made sense to me, and so um, I always knew I wanted to do something in this space, and so um, I always worked a lot of different jobs like that had to do with health and nutrition and wellness, and um, I. finally landed into massage therapy and I loved it. And I was so passionate about it. I loved helping people, especially loved helping people feel better. Um, and I always found myself like kind of like coaching them, if you will, like after or before their appointments about like, I don't even know what, just little things like, Oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, Oh, like, have you tried taking this before? And oh, my muscles are crampy. Oh, do you take magnesium? Are you deficient? Like, I was always, you know, just throwing out all these questions and just really trying to help them again, feel better. And, um, and so I owned my own massage therapy practice for 12 years. And I was kind of at that point, the one day where I was like tired and exhausted. I was Having a lot of pain um, from having bilateral carpal tunnel when I was pregnant with my son, who's my youngest. And um, I really just found that I was burning out in my career. And it was one of those things I really didn't love going to work anymore because I was in so much pain. And the thought of like seeing five or six clients um with all this pain in my arms was miserable. And then I would come home and feel miserable and just drained and no energy. And I was like, what is this? Like, this isn't me, you know, like this isn't how I envisioned my life or my career. And this isn't what I want to be doing. And, um, how can I make this better? Right. What can I do different? And so I made some changes, um, to my lifestyle that really kind of helped like re-energize me and everything. Um, but then COVID happened, right? Like, does everybody remember that happened? <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> um, and it was kind of one of those things that we were mandated to close, um, Um, my practice through our state, and I had been coaching for several years. Um, for a global health and wellness company, and doing mentorship through that. And so I kind of, you know, opened this um this this coaching practice where I was just like, you know, this is really what I want to do. This is really how I want to help and serve people. Um, in a capacity that's still kind of the same, but yet different. And so I dove full force into coaching, and I really loved it. And I was um you know, really found a passion in helping moms because I was a mom and I could relate really well to moms and, and know the struggles of how you're exhausted and you want to cook a healthy meal and you want to feel good, but you know, all these demands of life. Right. And so that's originally where I started my um, coaching business with, with helping moms, um, just live healthier lifestyles. And that was really fun. And I still love doing that. Um, but recently I found, um, you know, I was kind of just like sitting and thinking about things and I'm like, gosh, I still just have this burning desire to be back in that space of massage therapy, back in that wellness space, back into that, you know, spa atmosphere, total, I'm a little bit crunchy. So I like, was like, gosh, I really want to be back in that space again. Cause I miss it so much. And so, um, that was when I decided to pivot a little bit, um, with my niche and decide to go a little bit more into helping massage therapists, um, prevent injury and pain and burnout, because really that was me. That was, you know, I had pain. I had an injury that I was trying to work through. It wasn't happening. It led me to being completely burnt out of my career and then, you know, me closing my practice. And so, um, so I have this thing that I'm just like, gosh, if I can just help other massage therapists not to get to that point where, you know, you open this massage therapy practice because you love helping people and you love um, pouring into people and you love helping them feel better. And, and, you know, seeing that people literally feel better after a massage, it's so gratifying. And I miss that so much. And it's like, gosh, I know that people are going into their practice to have that feeling. And then you lose that. And the average lifespan career of a massage therapist is like five to seven years. And, um and a lot of massage therapists quit because they have the pain or the injury or they're burnt out. So they don't want to quit their practices, but they kind of have to. And then it's like, well, now what? And so my passion is just being able to help those therapists that start these practices with these amazing goals in mind to help people um, be able to have a little bit longer of, of, of a career and have more of a thriving, healthy career as a massage therapist.
0: So there were two things that I wrote down that stuck out to me. And one was burnout because I'm like, I don't know if it's PTSD from being a business owner before, but I know what it feels like to be like, like just so overwhelmed to the point of being paralyzed because you just don't even know what direction to go in. Um, and, and then you had also mentioned five to seven years. How long were you a therapist for 12 years for 12 years? Oh my gosh. you! I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, I left my wedding planning business at seven years. So when you said five to seven years, I was like, interesting. I wonder, you know, it makes me want to look into the statistics of how long like an average successful business runs when you're like a solopreneur. Cool. Right. And
1: typically entrepreneurship um, is usually two to three years, like opening a business for and being an entrepreneur. When you open that business, the average um, lifespan of that career is usually two to three years because of kind of the same thing, not having that balance, not being able to, you know, set boundaries, all those types of things. And it leads to that as well. So yeah, you made it through that one too. You, you know, hey. seven, <laughs> you say seven years. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: it's so true. I think when you're, when you're, you know, we say solopreneur, entrepreneurs, We do feel often that we're doing this alone, and I think the big reason why you and I have fallen into the coaching space is because we realize that you don't have to. You can have accountability partners. You can have communities. You can ask for help, and it's all accepted and acceptable. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's super important. So. Um, many of our listeners on the podcast are um, entrepreneurs with families. I mean, in the wedding world, of course there there are some masseuses and people in the spa world. And um, what healthy habits or advice can you offer uh, some of our listeners on how to balance their passion and their family life so that they can avoid some of that burnout?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing with that is setting boundaries. Um, setting your client boundaries is. Huge, um, and setting the boundaries as a family as well, and knowing that you know, um, when you're home, you're present, and having your family understand and know that, hey, when when mom's home, dad, whoever, but typically mom uh, as massage therapy, um, they're home, they're present, and it's really, really, really hard. And I'm not gonna lie and say that I was ever perfect at it, um, but I know for me, sometimes, um, having those boundaries with my work and my business that looked like me sometimes you know, staying at work 15 or 20 minutes to clear all my messages out so that whenever I got home, I didn't have to be on my phone when my kids, you know, they were little. And, um, you know, whenever I got home, they're like, mom, Mom," you know, and then dinner had to be made and they wanted to spend time with me. And my husband was tapped out and done. He was ready to pass the kids off to me, you know, and, um, there would be a lot of times before I kind of recognized that the boundaries had to happen that I would come home still like frazzled and, and aggravated because I still knew that I had to deal with work stuff, right? Because as an entrepreneur, your work is never ending. Right. And um, and that can be really hard. So for me, I had to realize it's like, okay, work has to stay at work and home has to stay at home, right? And so um it, I, you know, even though I would get done seeing clients at, you know, whatever time, five, six, seven, whatever. Um, I would always stay at work for at least 5, 10, 15 minutes and answer messages so that whenever I was home, I was truly done working and I could spend that time with my family. Um, and so setting those boundaries and having my clients know too, again, you know, with like being really, really, um, I guess, what's the right word, intentional with your boundaries is if your pra- if your practice, your business, whatever is closed that day. Your clients are going to respect your boundaries when you honor that you are truly closed that day. So if you say that you're closed on Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays, then you need to honor that for yourself and be away from your phone, not getting back to clients on Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays. Because, I mean, you can do it if you want, but then don't get frustrated if they message you on Saturday and then get frustrated at you because they don't get a response back. When maybe before you answered their message back on a Saturday or a Sunday, but then now all of a sudden you don't. And so starting your business or, you know, turning those expectations to make them very clear and communicating that with your clients, I think is huge because um, I had to start again, whenever I set those boundaries that work is work and family is family. um, I started doing that with my clients. It's like, hey, if you text me after four o'clock on Friday, asking for an appointment or double checking your appointment or whatever. Um, I'm not going to get back to you until Monday morning. So just to let you know that I don't have my phone with me all the time on the weekends. I don't have my calendar with me. This was when, you know, I wasn't digital. I would literally carry around like a paper calendar. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, if I'm at the pumpkin farm or the zoo or wherever with my kids, I don't have my appointment book with me. So I'm not going to answer you back at three o'clock on a a Saturday. Um, And so that I think is the biggest thing is having client boundaries family boundaries and then figuring out those personal boundaries, how to make it all work because I think that's a lot of times what frustrates people the most is that they feel like they can never turn it off. And, and really it kind of starts with you. You have to be the example. You have to set the priority and the intention um, with setting those very clear expectations and those boundaries. And to add on to that
0: too, because I see this all the time where over the weekend they'll be Clients who email you or leave you voicemails and whatnot, knowing that you're not working. And so you have to remember that they know you're not working. They're just sending you a message so that they don't forget to tell you. They're not expecting a response. So just because you get the, you know, turn those notifications off, first of all, but just because that notification came through, it it doesn't mean that you have to drop what you're doing to answer them right away. If you do, now you're no longer not working on Saturdays and Sundays and then they will start expecting that just like you said. So yep. I think it's yeah. Boundaries is number one. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Um, absolutely. I agree too, because it's just one of those things that, if, and especially, you know, it's hard you know, maybe if you're a newer business owner to really set that in place. But I remember those days where I wanted to be available 24 seven for my clients, you know, I wanted to be like, Oh, I want them to know that I'm here for them, you know, and I was but it's also wasn't showing up, you know, to be the best version of myself that I could possibly be. So, Setting those expectations very clearly. And then also, you know, maybe putting them in place the way you want it to be and like doing an announcement or whatever you need to do to make them know that, hey, starting this date, you know, my hours are changing to this and let them know what that looks like so that there's not miscommunication because miscommunication can be another one that can be really hard that you feel like you can't when the communication isn't there between maybe your family your clients or you know colleagues or whatever that can also be really frustrating and that can be um, part of why people burn out too is because expectations are unclear right
0: yeah absolutely well thank you for that i think that was super helpful um you know and i think a lot of these things we all know we've been taught i would hope but it helps so much to revisit it and to really take that audit and be like hmm am i actually following like my own standards. So, well. thank you for that big reminder and for sharing your story with us. Um I had we were talking the other day and I was like gosh, it's such a parallel to my story going from like corporate to entrepreneurship to corporate to wellness because we were both in health and wellness and then back to our passions and um I'm just so grateful to have you. So, yeah.
1: I am too. I'm so grateful for you because we talk way too well, I don't think we talk too much. We talk just enough to support each other, right? <laughs> we do. It's true.
0: We talk a lot when we get together, but we keep that to a minimum.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I was gonna piggyback if it's okay with you on the community aspect. I know that you were you mentioned earlier, um, you know, we we talked really briefly about community and you were saying that, you know, as solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, that can be really hard is that you feel like you don't have support and you feel like you don't have um, anybody else to turn to. And it's really hard to sometimes have like a team of people because you feel like you're a team of one. Right. And I know that that is something that I have noticed that's really beautiful with coaching and something that my clients really appreciate is that they know that they're not the only one going through it. Because sometimes even though like, you know, we can sit there and say like, I'm exhausted or I'm tired or I'm feeling like I don't have energy. Sometimes we can still think that we're the only mom in the world going through that. And then to be able to relate that to our even mom or business owner, whoever, um, it's really nice to have a community aspect to share those struggles and also share those wins to celebrate and have somebody cheering you on. And then also having somebody help you get through the things that you feel stuck in, because that can be really, really difficult. And I know that that's something that I wished I had Um, as a massage therapist. I didn't really have, you know, this network of people. I had maybe one or two massage therapy friends and at um, the spa that I was working at and yeah, the spot that I was working at, there was another massage therapist, but we split the schedule. So like we shared a room, so we weren't ever there at the same time. And, um, and that was really hard because sometimes you're like, oh, I just want to ask somebody a question and feel like I'm not alone. Or what do I do again about this client? And I know that that was really big for me with, um, with having this pivot a little bit in my niche and, and, wanting to build out, um, this coaching business with, helping massage therapists go through and, and help them, you know, kind of muster through that burnout and pain and injury and gain all the, the tips and the wisdom and the knowledge that they need to get through that is like you said, sometimes it's nothing new that they're learning from the program, but that they're also, it's gentle reminders, but they're getting the accountability and the support from other massage therapists. And that's the really cool part is the community aspect is that in any, any business, any, coaching business, any, um, you know, community that you have, you think of it, you have that community there because they are there to lift you up and support you and make you feel like you're not the only one and and have you be able to answer all their your questions if you're like, oh man, I'm really struggling with this. Having somebody to go to and know that you can have a community of people to turn to, um, that was the big part that I wanted to build out because I didn't feel like I had that. And I felt like if I did have somebody to kind of, you know, share that with besides just like, you know, my husband who was just like, I mean, I don't know, figure it out. You know, (laughs) I felt like it would have probably carried me through a little bit longer and just to have somebody cheering me on and be like, Hey, it's normal. I went through that too. And this is how I got through it. Um, and I know you can probably speak for that as well for yourself, but that's why, you know, I was so, passionate about building out, especially a community piece, because I feel like sometimes that is just what is kind of the missing link for so many people is that they feel like when they're working alone, they don't have anybody else to turn to. And maybe their co-workers aren't exactly in their space. Like maybe you work together because yes, you have the same environment, but you don't really have the same role. And so maybe they don't exactly understand every single part of your job to be able to support you and whatever you're struggling with. So community, I think is huge. And um, that's something that I didn't know that I would be so passionate about, but um, that I've become really passionate about is that community piece of supporting people. I mean, if it wasn't for community, we would have never met. Exactly. And, I was going to say know, that. <laughs> yeah, we
0: would have never met. And, and I think we've helped each other move forward, um, you know, in the way that we want. And it's, it's really a place that you can ask questions and know that everybody's going through the same thing and you don't have to be scared to ask the question or to say like, Hey, can you point me in this direction or whatever it is? And it, yeah, I I'm hundred percent behind you on community. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So I've created a a fun list of questions (laughs) I'm like looking through questions. I'm like, I don't want to ask the ones that are always asked, but some of these are. So, um, but just so that we can get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. Um, so the first one is more for personal reasons, because I'd like to build my list of cocktails and non-alcoholic beverages. (laughs) So with the holidays around the corner, what is your favorite holiday drink? What's your go-to?
1: Oh, around the holidays, it's definitely a good glass of red wine, dry red wine. I'm a dry red wine drinker um, or a Moscow mule made with like a splash of cranberry juice. In yes, it. Yes, we did that last year for Christmas. yum! Yeah, yeah. You girl. have to have the cup. It's so important. It makes it right. I mean, you, God, literally, you can't drink a Moscow mule out of a regular cup, but a mule cup. I don't know what it is. You it's know. Good. That taste of copper that goes with it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so our
0: second question is, what is your go-to affirmation?
1: Um, Right now, I think it would be, you've got this and you were created for more. I keep telling myself that. I feel like every day right now, I'm like, you've got this, you got this. And then I also sit there and say, you were created for more. You can do more, you can do more. And mm-hmm. I like to put a lot on my plate, but those are kind of my two go-to right now. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then, do you prefer to
0: read or listen to
1: personal development? Oh, listen, one hundred percent. Podcasts and Audible are in my ears all the time. I try to read. I new. Really
0: I fall asleep, so I have a hard time with reading, like a, a hard book. I like it. I think books smell amazing. Yeah, but they just put me to sleep.
1: Yeah, and it sounds so lofty to be able to like sit and drink a cup of like cup of tea, a glass of wine, and read a book with a blanket like what in my house, I got two kids running around that would, that never happens. And if it does I have to read the same paragraph, like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I can relate so much to that. What,
1: um, what are you listening to? Oh yeah. Two books that I'm actually listening to right now. Um, well, one, I don't know if it's appropriate to say on here. Um, it's, fine. it's a cuss word. Oh, okay. Um, Hang on. Okay, Rich as Fuck is the one that I'm listening to right now. Um, I got that one going. And then I'm also, um, Who Not Now is the other one. I knew I was going to screw the title, so I had to look at it. Um, so I just started diving into that one. Is it Amanda Francis? The fr- um, no, that back? one is Benjamin Hardy is the, um, is the author of that one. Okay, I'll have to go back and look. I, think that's yeah, I do have list. a Amanda Francis on my list, but I forget what book it was. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll look, I, I
0: have, I read it, so I'll send it over to you. I love Money Mindset, though. That's like, it's like weird woo woo manifestation, but it works.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. is that the book? Is that the one by Amanda Francis, Money Mindset?
0: No, hers hers has a cuss word too in it too. I don't know. All the good ones too.
1: Yeah, they do. <laughs> I like a good cuss word here and there
0: though. It, it makes it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah She's very like Valley Girl, but if you can get past that, um she's got some good stuff to say.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um okay. And then where can uh our listeners find you? And yeah. how can we connect? And then what's
1: next for you? Ooh, so much fun stuff. Okay, so I have my podcast, Harvesting Healthy Habits. If you guys are a podcast listener, uh, you can definitely check out the podcast there. And then um, I hang out most on Instagram is where I hang out the most. So if you're a massage therapist, um, my handle is at Breakthrough Burnout. Um, and if you're not a massage therapist, you can also connect with me at Kaylee Aldridge on Instagram, either one of those. And then what is coming next? Ooh, wouldn't you like to know? No, <laughs> you know so much about what's coming next. I I, know. <laughs> right, right. Um, I am going to be hosting retreats starting next year, and I'm so stoked about it. It's something that's been on my heart for such a long time. I mean, years, literally. I remember um at one of my old jobs. I used to go to retreats all the time and I used to, this is not to be snarky, but I used to sit there and be like, I can totally do this and I can totally do this so much cooler. (laughs) I would sit there and think that. And I was like, I didn't know how I was going to host retreats. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know I was going to be in a coaching business 15 years. This was a long time ago that I would, um, I was at that job, but now here we are. And it's a huge thing that's been on my heart lately. So retreats are coming.
0: And hopefully something that we'll be collaborating on. So if we do, I'll have that information out to you guys too. Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for not only being here on the show today, but for being my very first interview. And I was super duper nervous. (laughs) So um, thanks for making it a lot easier on me. But um, I'm so excited to run in business with you. And I know my audience will too. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it talk to you soon. I am beyond grateful to have you here on Celebration Pro Podcast and I celebrate you for taking the step towards growth in your business. If you loved this episode, it would mean everything to me to hear from you by posting a review or sharing with someone you know would love it too. I'm wishing you a win today and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Until then, I'll be celebrating you XO.